a money shot of wrestling episode 69 and away we go to the bat balls Busting freestyles and stone cold stunting and hitting the attitude adjustment. Brothers of destruction, undertake the chain. Sit in the fire or get cooled like Roman brains. Get this dude love and you got my back. Man, you're so kind and hit that catch jack. It's Patty Gag, the face that runs the place now. So phenomenal when I'm breaking the walls down. You're about to get it. We going off the script. If you don't submit, you get hit with the super kick. We talk at WWE. It's a shot of wrestling with Green Man and MJP. Stand back. Thank you, Patiak. Thank you, Eric Jaden. We will hear from more from you later on tonight. I am your host, Michael J. Party. Welcome to episode 69 of A Shot of Wrestling. I'm here in studio, stalwart of this podcast, because Green Man's on vacation. Just comes back to the show, goes on vacation. But uh, I'm going to spare you me rambling on. we got a guest here in studio. There's a vacancy, so it had to be filled. Please welcome Jeff Vacant Fonseca. How are you doing, buddy? I'm glad to be here, man. Again, for the second time filling this vacancy because Green Man is either on vacation or doing some other stuff and not fulfilling his responsibility. I, f- I find that to be a bit sad. A little disrespectful? A little bit disrespected. Right. You know, I could have you know, been drinking. Actually, I am drinking now. Yeah. But, you know... Come on, Green Man. Come on, man. I can't keep doing this for it's you. It's vacation. You know where he's going? Orlando. You're three months too late, buddy. Yeah. WrestleMania happened, you know, a while back. I think he made a mistake on uh, travel- Travelocity. I think he put the wrong month in. But Yeah, I, I think he wanted to go to Great Balls of Fire. Yes. But 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 knowing that it was in Dallas, so he's probably going to be late on that, too. But whatever. I think he wanted to catch a new Jimmy Fallon ride. Uh, maybe. Maybe. Quite quite frankly, I, I'm disappointed that I didn't stay longer. Because it opened like three days later when we were all there. Yeah. And... Could have taken advantage of having that right, even meeting The Rock. No, because I know he was there. He was. Yeah, that wasn't cool. Still a v. Yeah, Moving maybe, on. <laughs> maybe, yeah, maybe next time. Yeah. All right, we are here to talk about all things wrestling, but however, we're going to take a break and talk about the passing of uh, one of our favorite actors of all time. Adam West passed away, unfortunately, last weekend. Very sad. Uh, due to a uh, brief. Get brave battle with leukemia, something nobody really knew about, right? No, I, I didn't even know about it until I read, you know, the article about his passing, and I didn't. He didn't look sick, no. And I guess you know, to each their own. They don't want to talk about it. They don't want the public to know about it. But it sucks. Yeah, he was eighty-eight, and, and of course, for you, he still look good. Who are too young? I mean, I guess we were too young. We watched it in commercial reruns. Yeah. But did not watch the Batman. You guys know him as the voice of the mayor on Family Guy, which is amazing because he kind of rejuvenated his career. Right, I did. It's the second coming of Adam West. I'm like, now he's Batman and the mayor of Family Guy. And now he's the Batman of all our hearts. You know, uh, he, I mean, he was the, the first ever Batman I was introduced to when I was a kid. Um, I think most of us, yeah. Yeah. The voice was the same. Erwin Esbar said the same thing. No, no. I, he was the, the man who made me love the character. I mean, mm-hmm. as goofy as it is, like, looking back on it as oh, an yeah. adult. So cheesy, but yet still. It's cheesy, yeah. but it's still entertaining. And, and I guess, you know, I paid homage to him two years ago at a Comic-Con. Mm-hmm. Talk about that. And, uh, you know, it was funny. The, the only thing I regret, like, you wore I wore his costume. Over, I wore his costume. I, I regret not making a bomb. Yeah, that was the running around yeah. Comic-Con, but I still have that costume, so you never know. I may pull it off this year. Some so. days you just can't get rid of a bomb. No, I can't. Yeah, it was because uh, I wasn't a comic book guy. Right. I didn't read comic books. I was about video games. I didn't really know. I didn't fall in love with Batman through the comic books. Right. I fell in love with Batman through Adam West. Yeah, same here. 
and the Batman show with the pow, kazoom, the bright right. colors, the funny sets, and the funny jokes. That's how I became a Batman fan until this day, and then that morphed into the animated series, and bada bing bada boom, the rest is history. But, but I think even as a kid, you know, you took that Batman as, as serious as you could. I mean, you look, back, you look back at it as an adult, and, you know, it's ridiculous, but it's cheesy ridiculous. It's funny. But uh, I remember getting his toys when mm-hmm. I was a kid. Like, I had, like, little action figures that I was given by my aunt and uncle. That's what made me, like, discover the movie and the series. I watched the series religiously, too. Um, and it was, an, you know, then I moved on to comic books, the animated series okay. especially. Um, and he was the Grey Ghost in one of the episodes in the animated series. Yes, he was, yeah. Yeah, so, that, you know, they paid homage to him there. And... You know, after that, you know the movies and all that stuff. So it was. It, I mean, it's thanks to him, I guess. Yeah. Um, I get. I got to fall in love with my favorite superhero. Yep. So if it wasn't for him, who knows where we would be? Yeah. We're, we're, liking we're, Superman. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like we're, liking Superman. Fucking yeah. Such a lame character, yeah. Superman. Yeah. I have super strength. Yeah. And uh, you know, I was, a, I was such in love with Batman, the, the TV show that I collect these stupid little fun co-op figures. Right. And uh, I think like last year I got the uh, 1966. Batman Funkos. I got him, Robin, Catwoman, and the Joker. The rest were not available yet. I think they are now. So, uh, eventually, I think I want to start collecting that. I know I have a lot of shirts that have like, or Batman. Like for example, I'm wearing one now. Yeah, also that has um, literally it's a it's a uh, a five year prequel to the video game. The story of when Superman turns heel, if you will, just Ah, put a point. Good one. Um, highly recommend that you read it. Um, Okay. And it's it, you know, just the entire like psychology of this character is just amazing. And I think no other comp, no other superhero in history can match Batman. Like, no, the story at least. What's Batman's origin? Uh, Superman's. I feel like superpowers are just a cop out, like easy way to just get rid of something. I think this guy uses what's at his. He's human. Is not more impressive? Yeah, like. You can kill Batman with a shot to the chest. Superman, you can't. It's like, what's the point? I mean, Superman sucks. Superman's boring. Yeah, like Batman it, is a challenge, right? Like this is the guy who will take what his, I guess, if you want to put it, his God-given ability and to brain. learn and brains, genius, his body. He is the one human who can battle gods, and he is the most dangerous human alive. Spoiler alert! Yeah. Um, it was proven now in cinema history. That Batman is superior to Superman in Batman v Superman because he was an inch away from killing him. He whooped his ass. He almost killed Superman. It wasn't for his mother's name. It would have been... Which people have a problem with. Very controversial. Very controversial. It's a hot topic still to this day. (laughs) To this day, yeah. A lot of people get butthurt about it. We are not going to get into that here. No, no, no. I'm not opening it. I had this argument with many people. I don't want to start. No, neither do I. So... Um, Yes, uh, this is one of the celebrity deaths that you know it stung. Right, it, it definitely did stung. No, I, I, I was legitimately my right. childhood. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. I mean, it, he lives on through all. I mean, I know if and when I have kids, I will introduce oh, him to Batman, absolutely. especially the way I was introduced, which was through the movie. So it's like keeping that alive. And I know, to me, it it impacted me because it it opened me up to, you know, reading his story, his back, you know. And the many Robins and all that stuff. Plus, and Batman is the most impressive what they call rogues gallery. Oh, yeah. Nobody can compare to the bad guy catalog that he has. Right. Spider-Man has three guys. 
it's, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm a DC Mark over a Marvel Mark. I mean, I, I, I like DC characters more than I do Marvel, with the exception of maybe like X Men because it has a racial tone to it. Okay, because you know it deals with issues that you would deal with now, like racism and whatever, mm-hmm. in a mutant way. I never thought about that. Yeah, it's a good point. Yeah, yeah. So it, it's, it's serious, like. You know, it, 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 you can relate to how things work now, but to me, ultimately, you can you can tell me like, oh, Superman has this, blah blah blah, but you'll never, I'll never be the one to say Superman is awesome and whatever. I'm not that kind of guy. Um, I don't swing that way. Yeah, I'm not gonna tell you who it is, um, but Green Man named his baby after another superhero, mm-hmm. not intentionally. He didn't, he didn't do it, but it happens to be the same name of another superhero. And um, when he was a baby, I gave him a bunch of Batman stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, he able to ask me, uh, so what if he's not a Batman fan? I'm like, that's not going to happen. That's, yeah, that's not going to happen. With he, me, he, with, he will be. With me and his life, you're going to realize he's the best superhero there ever was. And ever will be. He's the best there is, the best there was, the best there ever was. I'll help you with that, too. Please do. No, I, no. I, I thought he was kidding when he named his child what Whatever, he named yeah. him. And... And then he's like, yeah, no, that was legitimate too. I'm like, okay, cool. But <laughs> Okay. <laughs> but, no, no, I'll help you out with that. Please. I uh, think people need a little Batman in their lives. Yeah. You know. Uh, my friend Jonathan's kid, when he was first born, uh, for his first birthday, I got him a big, big stuffed Batman. Right. I got a picture the next day of him crying because he was scared to death. Oh, God. <laughs> he, had to, he had to throw it in the closet. And every time they went near the closet, he would get nervous. That happens like six months later. Favorite toy. So, boom. It does you, work. You know, uh, I think it was two or three years ago, my now fiance. Um, Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Um, my birthday rolled around. She gives me like, there's this like chest, right? And she's like, open up the chest. I open it up and it was literally animated and, you know, feature Batman films. I felt like a kid in a candy store. I bet. Yeah. It was the best gift that I could have gotten from her. And to this day, I have yet to touch some of those movies I haven't watched because I want to save them for, like, whatever days or whatever. Even for our anniversary, she paid it, like, I think, Amazon Prime so she would watch, you know, the animated series because I was always adamant mm-hmm. to that, you know, that series back in the day. I won an Emmy. Like, yeah. It was great. I had the... Uh, I was- on board at work with Amazon, the box set of the animated series was on sale. Pick that shit right up. My next investment. I'm definitely going to have to buy that. So, uh, I do was- have some of the animated series movies like Mask of the Phantasm. Okay, yeah. Um, I think the other one was Sub Zero. Okay. Which is not as great as Phantasm, but still enjoyable. Uh, we're getting away off top. We're talking about Batman, not Adam West. Let's talk about, go back to Adam West for a second. Yeah. Well, what a great human being. Great, um, great guy overall. Usually when we're doing the, studio, uh, the show in the studio, we like to have some wrestling on, because this is a wrestling podcast. Right. However, tonight, for one night only, we're watching Batman from 1966, Adam West movie. The first debonair Bruce Wayne. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah. He um, even had like a... He, he was... He was Bruce, he made Bruce Wayne the debonair guy before he became like too serious and too... Yeah. You know, he was the original playboy. Yeah. Like, of, of Gotham. Like I said, this is a wrestling show. So let's get back on point. Talk about some wrestling. Uh, you know, Adam West was not just Batman on TV. He appeared in many other TV shows. Mm-hmm. 
including a wrestling show where he came face to face with Jerry the King Lawler. I was not aware of this until it happened. Were you, did you know anything about this? No, I did not know about it. I didn't know Adam West was even involved in anything related to wrestling, to be honest oh, with you. It, plus, it's weird. Why would he be? You wouldn't uh, think it. A re- the report says, I'm quoting here, so this is not me, but it's kind of obvious when you hear it. A possibly inebriated Batman visits WHBQ <laughs> Studios in Memphis while in town for a boat show, you know, or something. He's there to confront the evil king of Memphis, Jerry Lawther, who comes out dressed as Super King. Monkeys in the truck. Roll the tape. There is a rumor that Mr. Freeze and Penguin are here in Memphis because of the radical change in the weather and that they have a hookup. A hookup with the evil king of Memphis. Mm. Who just might be wrestling here this morning. Wait a minute. Do you you know who this is? Is that who I think it is? Yes, it is. What? What is this? Well, what does it look like? Tell me, what does it look like? I heard he was going to be here today, so I dressed appropriately. That's what it is, the Super King. What else? Okay, you say maybe you're going to be able to give us some help uh, with this guy here. You're, you're on the case, and I think we're going to need all the help we can get with, with uh, the King. Well, now he, you know, I, I've heard he's had his troubles with the Joker and the Penguin and Mr. Freeze, but he hadn't handled the King yet. And I got somebody in a box that I'm going to bring out here in just a few minutes that'll make the Joker, make a Joker look like Mickey Mouse. I can tell you that. I've heard about your box, but I want to say that that costume that you're wearing, if you are indeed the evil King of Memphis, has been stolen from a friend of mine, Soup, <laughs> Superman. I call him Soup. Right. And I think that Spider-Man, Spidey Baby, would probably object to. By the way, looking at you, I don't think it's too late for you. I think it possibly, if you change some of your habits, some of your methods of wrestling, if you used your left and right turn indicator in your car, <laughs> did other things that people normally do, when they're polite and courteous and you weren't such a naughty, mean person, it wouldn't be too late for you. And I can see that you're not familiar with these rednecks that we have around here. Rednecks. That's exactly right. That's right. I tell you what, gentlemen, they I think like a... splendid people to me and they're bat fans. I know they are. And I think it's insulting to call them rednecks. I, I think maybe we uh, we better settle this elsewhere. And uh, again, uh, both of I you are going to be Dr. at the. Dr. Frank in here anyway. Both of you are going to be down at the Cook Convention Center at the uh, car show all yes, this weekend. Yeah. And uh, maybe you can settle it there. Badman, appreciate you coming by. And uh, thank you very much. He's not a nice man. Yeah. So that happens. I am still shocked that he went toe to toe with Jared King Lawler, and he was a super king because he came out dressed as Superman. If it wasn't clear enough in the clip, look it up. It happened. Sorry for the shitty audio quality, but that's the best I could get because it happened. It wasn't what the seventies, sixties. Yeah, sixties, seventies, maybe. Yeah. So let's raise our glass and cheers to Adam West. Swig a beer for Adam West. May you rest in peace, my friend. All right. Well, that's done. Rest in peace. Let's get into some news, huh? Yeah, a lot of things happen. I guess, right? Yeah, a lot. It's in the news with Michael J. Putty and the Green Man. Well, our first news story is a juicy one. Straight out of the pages of uh, Jerry Springer, if you will. Mm. 
<clears throat> Excuse me. Bray Wyatt's wife filed for divorce in Florida and accused her husband, whose real name is Wyndham Rotunda, of adultery and misdeeds, according to an exclusive Daily Mail report. The divorce documents filed in Hernando County accused Wyatt of cheating on Samantha Rotunda, his college sweetheart and wife of five years. Although she is not named in the court documents, the woman who allegedly made Samantha want to tap out of her marriage has been identified as Samantha, uh, by Samantha's lawyer as ring announcer Jojo Offerman. Mm. Can't blame him, though. Jojo's mm. fine. Love Jojo. that girl. Uh, so do I. There's a big following on Instagram because of that. her assets. Yes. You know, she has a certain buns of steel. Yeah. I'm surprised she left Total Divas. I wouldn't... That's when, I guess, her uh, career was... She wanted to be a wrestler, too. Yeah, I don't, but, know, I, I don't know she gave up on that, but anyway. But she, she should be brought back. Yeah. Georgia, who's only 23, is a daughter of former Los Angeles Dodger infielder Jose Offerman and the former star of Total Thieves, like we just mentioned. Jojo has not returned any of my requests for comment. Please, come on. This is a safe place. According to Samantha's divorce petition, she and Wyatt were married in 2012 and separated in March after Wyatt allegedly walked out on her and their two daughters, six and four. In legal papers, Samantha also asked the judge to award her their mar- uh, marital home as well as child support and alimony. She also wants custody of the girls for a majority of the time. Now, according to Jim Knox, the wise attorney, he says, I, and I quote, I do respect Mr. Rotunda and his dissolution of marriage. I do represent him and his dissolution of marriage in case in Hernando County. As you know, the case involved private lives. Wow, this is long and boring. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, he also accuses his wife of posting lies on social media, trying to defame him. Why has gone to court requesting an injunction? You know, I'm glad the eater of worlds became an eater of that ass. Yeah, well done. That, that's all I'm saying. I finally because he's an yeah. eater of something because he's not an eater of worlds. He doesn't eat shit, but now he's eating that ass. I don't blame him. Sorry, kids. I know that was a little graphic, but it is what it is. <laughs> um, it sucks about the kids. Don't get me wrong. Six and four. You know, and he walks out on them, but but you know that's a he shit he I said she said thing, I think he's like but. 30 he's, he's in his 30s definitely Judge was 20 23 so yeah I remember in Total Divas he was like I, young yeah young like 19 or something like I think I saw a picture of his wife his wife's not bad looking either no she's not she's not at all but I mean one one of the things I discuss with people about the wrestling business and relationships is you have I, I know uh, they say not to date within the wrestling business however I don't know I can't he, you're around these people 24-7, yeah. almost, almost, you know, so having to be away from home and all that stuff, it probably takes a toll on your relationship, unless that person is understanding what you're doing. So that's just my two cents about that. But well, there's more to the story, but I think that's a great way to end it. Let's move on. Yeah, yeah. You know the news? W United Kingdom superstar Mark Andrews was injured during a match at the Download Festival in Donington Park in Lancashire, in, in, in England. <laughs> he was taken from the festival on a stretcher after receiving medical attention at ringside. Andrews was involved in a four-on-four tag team match with partners Judah McIntyre, Alistair Black, Roderick Strong against Pete Dunne, Bobby Roode. Really? And the author, authors of pain. Wow. When the injury occurred, it is believed the injury took place when Andrews took a clothesline from the AOP. He goes to the outside while holding his neck. W issued the following statement, and I quote, Mark Andrews suffered a neck injury on Saturday, Sunday during W's NXT's time at Download Festival 2017 in Donington Park in England. I Andrews he- was quickly evaluated by WWE medical personnel. A statement passed along to WWE.com read, a CT scan of him came back negative with just some bruising. 
Mark would like to thank all of his fans for their uh, concern. May you get well soon, my friend, and that's part of the job. Do you know who he is? I never heard of him. Okay, okay. no, it is. <laughs> uh, the current plan for Brock Lesnar is to defeat Samoa Joe in their upcoming match at WWE Crip Balls of Fire, according to David Meltzer, who said, and I quote, Joe is meant to be one and done. Joe's not going to win the title unless they, quote unquote, have a complete change of heart. But depending on the reaction of Joe and if his momentum shifts, and of course the ratings increase, it may set up a rematch in the future. The big plans for Lesnar to take on Braun Strowman at possibly SummerSlam, and that is where WWE believes the big money will be. Do you agree? You know, they should have saved this for Lesnar Strowman better than Lesnar Joe. I I I've been talking about Lesnar Joe for a long time, and. When he won the Fatal Five Way, all I thought about was like, "Congratulations, you won your shot at jobbing to Lesnar," <laughs> and that's a shame. Giving what the current rumored plans are for Lesnar going into WrestleMania next year, yep, uh, running train on everybody's asses. Basically, um, I think it's a waste. They should have had this for a WrestleMania, and the the whole Strowman thing. I mean, Strowman is doing well with the fans, but only because he beat up Roman Reigns. Exactly, and yes, I, I, I believe he has a future. But as far as I'm concerned with this, they should have saved this for a bigger, you know, stage. Does that mean Brock Lesnar is going to be champion until WrestleMania? Uh, if from what I've heard, I know he he slated to face Roman Reigns and drop the title there. His contract is up at WrestleMania. Would that mean Raw is going to have no champion until WrestleMania? Looks like it. I don't. I don't like it. But that's what the rumored plan is. The other, the other thing I heard was Joe could win at Great Balls of Fire and then drop the title back to Lesnar at SummerSlam. Now you say it, you know. It's great Balls of Fire. I'm sorry, Jerry much, Lee Lewis. Much like the Goldberg Lesnar feud, it could change based on ratings and momentum. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, we'll see. Another news. Thank you. They released a 14 minute interview with on the d- network with. The Hardy Boys and uh, Corey Graves to discuss a litany of things, including the broken gimmick. Is it possibly coming to WWE before I continue? Are you tired of hearing about the broken gimmick? Do you care? Do you want it to come back? Cause I'm, I, we report like every week and it seems like I'm getting tired of hearing. Don't get me wrong. I would love to see it. The problem is, and I'm glad that WWE wasn't insulting their fans by making it seem like this thing never existed and they never worked for another company. That company that they don't mention. Or that, that I don't want to mention right now because yeah. they suck. Um, but it is a part of who they are now. The peop- the crowd is wanting this it's thing. Their to- Twitter names too, isn't it? Like, is it Broken Matt Hardy and or, Nero or, something or like? Reborn by Fate? Whatever. Yeah, he changes so. it like every week. And like, I understand that people want to cl- are clamoring for that, but at this point, it's up to the courts. And I I don't have any hope about this, so I'm writing the nostalgia train just like everyone else. Well, Matt Hardy says. I definitely think there is a chance. It is a work in progress. Unfortunately, due to legal reasons, I really can't get into it right now. But I find it very flattering and humbling that every time we come out and wrestle in front of the WWE Universe, they chant and they address it and they acknowledge it. When it happens, and I'm not saying if, but when it happens, it's going to make the most exciting thing to hit WWE programming in a long, long time. All I can say is Brother Nero can come back because that is his name. That's all I'm saying. That's Other true. than that, Broken Matt, not so much. How about, fra- how about Fractured Matt Hardy? He can, he can, he can do other Fractured stuff. Fucking get like, He can. He, I know that they can come up with something. You yeah. can't just be dependent on what you did and what is stuck in litigation. You could be the same character, just change the fucking name. I mean, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, posi- I'm not too uh, positive of what if they're going to appear or not. 
I really don't care. Neither do I. Um, I. I'm just riding this train. I right. like the Hardys, yeah. but other than that, yeah, I don't let's move on. I don't care. Uh, Matt goes on to say how happy he, he is to have returned and the, how mainstream the company has gotten since he last left. I have to talk shit about them, too? Yeah. He also goes on, <laughs> he goes on to mention how weird it was for him to come back to, quote-unquote, regular Matt Hardy. And both brothers acknowledge that single runs are inevitable and they have goals before closing this chapter on their wrestling life for good. Okay. You, you a Matt or Jeff guy? I'm a Jeff guy, yeah. to be honest with you. After undergoing minor elbow surgery, Braun Strowman reportedly has been cleared to wrestle. It appears that Strowman will be scheduled to work great balls of fire and is expected that he'll be facing Roman Reigns because that was the original plan. And then, henceforth, go on to face Brock Lesnar at SummerSlam. <sighs> As of last week, Strowman uh, Lesnar was the main event of SummerSlam, but things can change. Not looking forward to it. Let's move on from this. Uh, speaking of returns, Dash Walder has been officially cleared to return to the ring by WWE Doctors. The decision to clear him was made some point this past week. However, it is currently unknown exactly when we will he see him back in action. I don't know. Don't care? Okay. Don't care, no. Speaking <laughs> of returns, yet again, Rusev has been given the green light to return to the ring. My man, Rusev. He met with doctors on Tuesday and was given all clear after medical check. He has been out since... Well before WrestleMania, when he acquired soldier surgery. Damn, I said that nice. I thought I was going to fuck that up. Nice. Nice. Good, good, good job, my friend. Rusev? I'm a Rusev guy. Me I too. actually, one, one, uh, one of the things I spoke to Slick Dick about was the possibility of having a match between him and Jinder. Considering they were both a tag team. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, yeah. not, nothing against the whole John Cena coming back and probably having a match with Jinder Mahal. But I would yeah. prefer to have some new, new feuds going. If you, if you listen to the show before... The quote unquote superstar shakeup. I drafted Rusev to SmackDown because there's something about him. Yeah. I can't put my finger on it, but there's something about him. He's good and uh, yeah, I like his uh, his shtick. I mean, the whole momentum back when he was undefeated kind of slowed down, but I think he's done a good. I think he was the one guy out of the, the League of Nations that actually stood out. How do you feel about him being split from Lana? Yeah, that, that, it's that different. Won't I affect mean, him. That probably affect her, right? I think she'll do what she'll do well. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing her, you know, see her wrestling skills and move sets and whatever. But I'm also looking forward to him, you know. Hopefully, they execute this split better than they did the last one. And there shouldn't be any distractions now in terms of them posting stuff on social media. So oh, let's yeah. see what happens. If he's faced, he'll be he'll do great. I think he's a well-rounded, all-natural athlete. Uh, speaking of returns. Former two-time WWE Divas champion Paige appears to be doing well on her road recovery after having neck surgery back in freaking October. According to PWInsider.com, if Paige's x-rays come back good, she'll be cleared to return to the ring very shortly. As for her future, it's been reported numerous times that WWE officials don't really have anything planned for her and that she may not even be interested in returning to the E. It has also been reported the only thing that might keep her with the company is the fact that The Rock worked closely with her and her family to record to film her biopic Fighting With My Family. The film is currently expected to be released in 2018 while her contract is expected to expire in 2019. If you have nothing for her, get rid of her. Why are you keeping her on a contract where she can make money somewhere else? That's the thing. They don't want her to make money somewhere else. So they can make money for her. Send her to hospitals, put her on a poster. Well, I, I totally understand that. But Send her back I, to NXT. At this point, you also can't, like, Ooh. you can't keep it like that. Ooh. That's a, 
come back to the Mae Young Classic? You never know. I, if that's the case, I would look forward to that. I would definitely look forward to that. And I'm looking forward to the tournament highly, by the way. In a few minutes. But speaking of returns, John Cena is being currently labeled as a free agent by WWE, which suggests he is not technically assigned to either Raw or SmackDown at this point. It is being reported that one idea that has been brought up backstage is for Cena to appear on both Raw and SmackDown, at least for a little bit. This is due to the backstage panic that has arisen because of the recent lackluster ratings, particularly for Raw. The hope is that truly a big-name star like Cena can help bust, uh, bring up the ratings uh, for a little bit. That's a beautiful thing to say. Don't get me wrong. John Cena's a ratings juggernaut. But that being said, you need to invest in your current crop of superstars. You can't rely on John Cena for the rest of your life. The young talent. Yeah. The young talent, needs to, you need to make them flourish. You need to give them something to work with that's interesting. You can spice it up a bit, but as much as I respect John Cena, don't get me wrong, I tune in when he's on. He's only he only has so many years left. Now. Well, speaking of young talent and pushing young talent, it has been seen for the last few episodes that Kurt Angle has been involved in a new storyline. As many have recently speculated, there's a good chance that his storyline will lead to the return of Stephanie McMahon, who has not been seen since WrestleMania. I miss you. According to Dave Meltzer, Dave Kurt, Kurt Angle is currently penciled in for an in-ring return against Triple H. Although it's not quite certain when this will happen. Uh, no word yet on how exactly this storyline would affect Angle's on-screen status. Or how long and how often he'll be used as an in-ring performer. Uh, one-off ma- I mean, don't get me wrong. I would, I would look forward to that match. But how and when? That's a different maybe Survivor Series. Are they going to are they going to slow burn it to WrestleMania? Like, it's way too slow. Yeah. So, well, no. I mean, I'll look forward to it. I mean, I liked Kurt Angle as a wrestler, and he has a great move set. But does he still have it? He hasn't been like that much in the ring in the past, like maybe two years now. I have no clue. But speaking of Triple H, as of late, Triple H has been reportedly been feeling frustrated with the way Vince McMahon has been booking NXT superstars who have been called up to the main roster. According to Pro Wrestling Torch reporter Wade Keller, Triple H has not been very impressed in the way McMahon has used some of the NXT call-ups. Claims have Triple H feeling this is hard work and has, is being wasted once they are called up to the main roster. It, I totally can see that. I could, If this is true, then I totally agree with Triple H because yeah, some of these stars are doing, like, people like Bailey or, or even Bo Dallas or people that were previous NXT champions, Sami Zayn, whatever. They go up to the main roster and they get lost in the shuffle. It oh, sucks. It does suck. It really sucks. And I believe also... One of my concerns about calling up too many NXT guys is the fact that they get so popular and they listen to the crowd too much that they want them to be brought up that you're bringing up too many of them. Which we reported a couple months ago is uh, Triple H's point with Cheesecake. Right. Everyone wants him to come up, but yet he's doing good things in NXT. Let him do his thing. Right. And when the time is right, he'll be brought up. No, I, I if the first if the frustrations are true, I totally agree with him. Totally agree with him. Well, speaking of this McMahon, as reported by Brian Alvarez, he was uh, told us he was told by a source inside the E that reasons for the former cruiserweight champion T.J. Perkins' name change to T.J.P. is because personally, this McMahon hates the Perkins restaurant chain <laughs> and did not want any association <laughs> with it. 
I haven't even heard of Perkins Restaurant. Have you? I have. If you drive down I-95, you see them all over the place. What coast. kind of restaurant is it? It's like a cheap version of Applebee's. Is it buffet? I don't recall, per se, but it's awful. Buffet. It's pretty awful. Um, Alvarez says, and I quote, I was told by this by someone in the WWE, and I believe it, TJP is no longer TJ Perkins. Sure as shit, Vince apparently hates Perkins Restaurant. <laughs> he hates it, and he thinks it sucks, and he thinks that if people hear TJ Perkins, they're going to think the fucking restaurant, so now he's TJP. I didn't think about Perkins when I heard of TJ Perkins, so but I do agree that Perkins <laughs> <Did> sucks. <laughs> Perkins is awful. Don't go there. Just yeah. like, don't go to Golden Corral. Yeah, please. And he's not the fucking anything to do with MJP, apparently. <laughs> Green who's man, you who, Who's MJP? The guy you've been doing a show with for 69 episodes. Idiot. 40, because you left for fucking three months. In other news. Uh, Mauro Ronaldo has signed with Bellator MMA. They issue the following press release. Bellator has signed long-standing MMA commentators Mike Goldberg and Mauro Ronaldo to a multi-event broadcasting agreement beginning with Bellator NYC, Sonnen and Silva, and Bellator 180, Davis v. Bader on Saturday, June 24th. That's coming up. The move see Goldberg return to Spike for the first time since 2011, while Ronaldo reunites with Bellator president Scott Cocker. <laughs> Having worked together through 2013, the pair will be joined will join a broadcast team that currently includes Jimmy Smith, Jen Brown, and Shane Sonnen. That's how, that's how you pronounce that name? Uh, I don't know who she is. She is? Let's move on. Uh, Scott Col- Coker has this to say, and I quote, Mike Goldberg and Mara Winaller are two of the best in our business, and I couldn't be happier that about them joining the Bellator family. In addition to June 24th, we look forward to working together to make the future Spike broadcasts even more exciting for our fans as we had further depth to an already exceptional broadcasting team. This shit's free on Spike. Uh, Congrats to him. And also, as I mentioned to you off air, he will be doing play-by-play for the McGregor Mayweather fight. I did not even hear about that. It's breaking news. And that's an amazing... And And that's why I'm looking forward to it. Who's he doing it with? I don't know who uh, I don't know who he's doing with. He's gonna, be, he's gonna be a play-by-play guy. He's gonna, but he's gonna be the play-by-play guy. So he might add a little spice to that pay-per-view. Yeah, make make me watch. He did a great job on SmackDown. You're Mayweather or McGregor guy. Oh, I'm gonna go with Mayweather. McGregor just seems like a douche. Although he's Irish and I'm Irish. Uh, I'm part Irish. I have to go with McGregor. Yeah, but yeah, I saw the tell of tape. Mayweather's older, but he has a perfect record. He's one of the best in the world. McGregor, not perfect. He's only second best in the world. Right. I don't know. I think this is more of a gimmick thing that you could oh. watch on Fox back in the 90s. And it or is, it WrestleMania. Actual, you should right. have been booked for WrestleMania. Or then an actual like serious-ass boxing you know, match. Yeah. Believe me, I, I think boxing was great. Battle of Celebrity All-Stars. Right. Like that. This is something that you would see like Joey Buttafuoco versus whatever on yeah. Fox. Like, that's uh, what this would be nice if they both... Donate the checks to charity. <laughs> right? <laughs> They're both giving guys, right? Right. Oh, whatever. But congrats tomorrow. Another yeah, congrats. Can't wait to hear you. Now the news. All right, I'll say yeah. it for you. Uh, the following female wrestlers are slated to compete in the WWE upcoming May Young Classic. We just talked about it earlier. Mm-hmm. Let me know if you know any of these names. Bianca Blair. Nope. Lacey Evans. Nope. Tamira Melo. Nope. Sarah Logan. Nope. Kimberly, nope. Kimberly's around with NXT, no? I have no idea. Yeah, Richard would know more about this than, than me, but like I've never heard of these people. Kimberly, I've heard of. Yeah. Uh, Julia Ho, nope. Victoria Gonzalez, nope. Mary Kate, 
Nope. Danielle Camela. Maybe. Zhao Zai. Isn't she the new Chinese recruit? No. Oh. Yeah. Uh, Nixon Newell. Nope. Evie. No. Demi Bennett. No. Kari Hojo. No. That's the new Japan. That's the new one? Oh, okay. As reported last week, former Impact Knockout. Thea Rosita Trinidad. Oh, she's smoking. Love you. Yeah. <laughs> former Impact Knockout Mia Jade Kim. Ooh. And Martini Bell. Mar- Marty Bell. I'm sorry. Marty Bell. Martini. That's what mine's at. Nothing? No, the ring bell. However, pro wrestling sheet, who often is never really accurate, is reporting that Serena Deeb. Sound familiar? No. Retired back in 2015. Has been in talks with WWE. However, no deal has been reached yet. Fans, unless you're Jeff, will remember her as being part of CM Punk's Straight Edge Society faction alongside Punk and Luke Gallows. Now I know who she is. Okay. It, however, was a short run, and she was released just a few months later. She was one of the rare people that kind of looked hot bald. Yes. I remember I saw her, and she's like, oh, who's this? She's got a nice ass, nice boobs. No, she had pretty a slim body. I remember yeah. her. Now I remember her clearly. There it is. You're welcome. Yes. Well, a name that not on that, was not on that list, Maria. Canellas, huh? Maria and her husband, Mike Bennett, are expected to appear at SmackDown house shows this weekend. So I guess, yeah, well, you're listening. They probably did it already. According to a report from PW Insider, a rumor going around is that they may also be getting involved at Money in the Bank. I'm looking forward to that if that happens. Um, but if they don't, they will be at the SmackDown tapings this Tuesday. Where do you see them coming in at Money in the Bank? Maybe. For her? For him? I think it's more for him. I think she might play a managerial role. I mean, oh, she wasn't what, really a great wrestler. Where would he come in? I, would, I don't... I don't see him. A spot I don't for him. see it. I don't. Well, I don't see him getting into the match and competing in the match. I see him interfering, screwing somebody out. Maybe like an AJ Styles or oh, so whatever. Main event right away, right? Or yeah, I, again, you attack the big dog if you want to make a name for yourself. But I don't think it's going to be anything. Him being involved in a match or being whatever, I think he's going to screw somebody out. In other news, my friend. Big Show was recently interviewed by Chris Jericho on his podcast about a number of topics, including his thoughts on weekly TV tapings and how he doesn't enjoy them as much as working live events. He says, and I quote, There's too long, useless, time-wasting bullshit days where you just sit around all day for some freaking idea that absolutely sucks. He also comments on today's superstars, saying, They're catered to. They get everything explained to them. If they mess up, they get petted on the back. They can't take an ash chewing because they fold like aluminum foil. Can't argue that. Millennials, man. Millennials. Hashtag millennials suck. <laughs> you know the news. Former ROH television champion Marty Scroll appeared on Sam Roberts Wrestling Podcast in which he mentioned that he would like to bring your boy, CM Punk, Boom. out of retirement. <laughs> CM Punk, and I quote, CM Punk, I'd like to bring him out of retirement and wrestle him for sure. I don't know if Punk listens to this show, but if he does, CM Punk, you're watching, come out of retirement. We can cause quite a bother of a wrestling match. What do you say? That'd be fun, right? Yeah. That's one for the headlines. I don't care. I I don't care about CM Punk, but I'm not a fan of this guy. Yeah. But you know the news. Um, let's we'll end on some happy news as much as we can. There's a couple stories that are uplifting in this sad, sad, shitty time we live in. Former superstar and current Lucha Underground mainstay Johnny Mundo wow, 
announced on Twitter that he and fellow Lucha Underground star Taya Valkyrie, she's hot, are now engaged. Mundo and Valkyrie have worked as an on-air pairing on Lucha Underground and AAA in Mexico. So congratulations to the happy couple. No, congrats to him. She's gorgeous. I met her at Comic-Con. Yeah? Yeah, we did. Uh, I had one, like, a free signing there, and she is gorgeous. I saw the picture of them, and I just couldn't really get a good look at her, so I look her up. One, no, uh, she, she's gorgeous. She's, she's beautiful. Lucky guy. Lucky guy. Lucky girl, too. Daddy Moon's a hot piece. Oh, shit. Too many drinks. I didn't say that. <laughs> pause. Pause for, pause for edit. Kurt Hawkins will be celebrating Father's Day as a dad for the first time this weekend after his wife gave birth to their first child. Well, congrats to him. WWE is reporting that Hawkins and his wife Elizabeth welcomed their first child, Mackenzie Rose, into the world on June 15th. Nice. Hear that, Gizmo? Right? You listen? That's fine. Hawkins is now the <laughs> only one, is not the only one celebrating Father's Day for the first time. As previously reported, Matt Hardy and his wife Reedy welcomed their first child into the world last week. I think it was their second child, it was a typo. Um, Xavier Woods welcomed his first son and of course our very own Green Man is celebrating his first Father's Day happy Father's Day Green Man congratulations to, to Green Man and his superhero named child that wasn't Bruce Wayne should have named him Bruce man Bruce Wayne Party is such a hot name man told an ex-girlfriend of mine <laughs> talking about kids one day I'm like uh, Bruce Wayne Putty? Like we are not naming our son that I'm like well you're knocked out I will write the birth certificate Right. It's a hot name for Sweet Putty. Usually it is the guy that goes for the diversity of the kids. So, yeah. Hey, it's not me. Cool, cool. But congrats to everybody. Yeah, happy Father's Day to everybody. Um, speaking of fathers, nah, that doesn't work. We have an interview with Eric Jaden coming up after this. How appropriate. Michael J. Putty, I have always wanted to do this. Ladies and gentlemen, a shot of wrestling proudly brings to you the definition of authority and sexiness, Eric Jaden. Woo! Oh, man. How, baby? This episode 69 is just about to get real sexy. Eric, are you there, my friend? I am here, man. Let me tell you something. When you did that announcement, I mean, you legit got my nipples hard. <laughs> wow, we're taking it to taking episode 69 to the next level. Let's see if we could climax all the way with Eric Jaden tonight. Um, here at A Shot of Wrestling, we'd like to get to know the man behind the character. Get to know who really is Eric Jaden. We'll start a little bit with the past. Let's get to know a little bit about the past of this sexy man here. As a fan, as many of us are who are listening Uh to a shot of wrestling, of course. As a fan, what is your first professional wrestling memory? Oh, man. I'm going to have to say was turning on the TV and watching Hulk Hogan body slam 
big John Stud. Oh wow! That, that's my yeah. That was my my first memory. And then from there on, you know, I just I just got hooked. I've been a wrestling. I've been you know fan wise. I've been a wrestling fan. Like I would say, over thirty eight years now. And uh, and when I saw that, it was just like it just got me hooked. And I from there I branched into and you know NWA at the time. You know when they were predominant. Uh, all, you know, all over with the territories and stuff like that, and old school WWE, WWF, excuse me. You know, the before turning to WWE. Oh, the golden era. I loved it. I loved the, the era of Hulk Hogan, Iron Sheik, Big John Stud. Uh, those were just great, over the top characters, man. Which leads into who I am now. I uh, I'm an old school wrestler. You know, my style is old school. Yeah. So I you know I I I believe in the gimmick. You know, I'm already hooked. That the E for WWE stands for entertainment, and, and I and I and I am in that. They've, I'm hook line and sinker, excuse me, and that's what I try to do. I do the entertainment portion. I go out there because to me, what's more important is you guys, the fans out there. If you're paying five, ten, fifteen, twenty, or fifty dollars, I want to make sure you get your money's worth. I want to make sure when you leave that arena, that you know two things. Oh man, I love watching Eric Jaden. Or you want to come back and see my ass get kicked. Okay, it's a interesting answer. I'm going to piggyback off that uh, question uh, answer for a second. Go ahead. Uh, you're watching for you said thirty something years. Yeah, over thirty years. Now, what wrestlers impacted your current character? Uh, Shawn Michaels. I can see that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have to say, Shawn Michaels. Uh, when uh, I was, you know, I was, I've been in and out of wrestling. I trained. At uh, at the doghouse, which is a uh, was a very famous place, and a lot of stars came from out of that. Homicide came out of that. Low key came out of that. A lot of great independent guys came out of the the doghouse, and I was one of the last students from the doghouse. And uh, you know, and I and the doghouse closed, you know, when I was like tr- almost, you know, in the midst of training and stuff like that. And I bounced around finding different training areas, and I bounced in and out of wrestling, mm-hmm. and. and it, nothing worked out And then one day I was going to work For a promotion uh, Here here in New York City And the promoter said um, Can you do a Shawn Michaels type gimmick And I was in the midst Of just you know Coming out of the tag team I wasn't happy With the direction Where I was going And I just decided To take a totally Different direction And just you know Really get serious With the business Right And when he said that It just, it just clicked in my mind And then all of a sudden The definition of Authority section Was born <laughs> Right from there And you know what A lot of people don't know That I have to give credit It was a wrestling fan That gave me that name They posted one time And said You know I posted a picture And that and that lady posted The definition of authority and sexiness And I just took it And I ran from there Hell yeah And, and John Morrison Is another guy You know That influenced oh, my character yeah. a lot Johnny Mundo yeah, um, I'm, I know we're talking about a little more current wrestlers, but um, oh, those back. are the guys that really, yeah. yeah, those are the guys that really influenced what I am today. What got me into the business? Yeah, yeah, Hulk Hogan, Iron Sheik, Roddy Piper, uh, oh, those Roddy guys. Piper, yeah, Ravishing yeah, Rick Rude, Ravishing oh, Rick Rude. Yeah. Okay, yeah. the hips, Hold baby. on, guys, <laughs> you beat you beat me to the point. Now that the first, when I say when I said Shawn Michaels going back. Ravishy Rick Rude. I always love when he came out and he, he was strutted stuff and his pelvis, you know, pelvis would go in and out and you know, I just swivel his hips and hence, you know, I do that now in tribute of him. Yeah. And oh, um, the first time we saw you was at BCW at the Elks yes. Lodge. 
And man, when you just walked through that curtain, it was like a superstar just walked into the stage. And it literally channeled me into that ravishing Rick Rude character. I'm like, this guy is fucking sexy. I believe it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A lot of people, you know, a lot of people take my character, you know, uh, in a lot of different ways. Some people love it. You know, like you guys do, and all the fans of BCW, a lot of people hate it. They think I'm a sleazy asshole, which is okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a, I'm a fine with it. Um, you know, when they look at my character, a lot of people think Rick Rude, mm-hmm. Tyler Breeze, yeah. Shawn Michaels. You know, they just take a little, you know, of everything. A lot of people have come up to me, and and and, and this is something that's coming out a lot lately. That I'm, I'm the Joey Ryan of the Northeast. Oh wow! Oh. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, okay, you know, I, I I'm humbled by that, but you know, Joey Ryan is one person that I'm looking for. I've been yeah. following him out for a year, and I think it's going to happen this year. I think it's a good chance of happening this year. Joey Ryan. Eric Chin is calling you out here on a yeah. shot of wrestling, baby. See, my uh, <laughs> one of my favorites of all time is Shawn Michaels, and I remember growing up watching Rick Rude. He always uh-huh. caught my attention. So when we went to this BCW event, I'm not into the indies at all. This is my, one of my first forays into the indies. Your first time. And so when you came out and started doing your shtick, yeah. that all of a sudden you went out and started making out with some random woman in the audience. <laughs> I'm like, I like this guy. This guy has it. Uh, so you caught my attention right away. So there's something with you. Michael J. Putty wishes he could just walk anywhere he wants and make out with random women. I tried once. I got slapped in the face. It didn't work <laughs> out. <laughs> yeah, you got to be careful with that on there. I, listen, it, it was it is great. I love to see where my uh, where the character started a couple years ago to what the character is now. And you know, I'll go into places like Brie Combination Wrestling, which I love, and I go out now. Um, I'm getting women with signs that Eric Jaden kissed me, <laughs> Eric Jaden touched me, Eric Jaden grabbed my breasts, throwing thongs at me. This nice. is all the fans, and and it's coming, and I'm and I'm loving it. I'm loving the attention, and the, the great part is. They're loving the character, and I need that. The fans fuel me, you know. Eric say, Jane, Give me. How would you ahead. feel if the Green Man threw his briefs into the ring for you? Because oh, I'm so turned on right now. <laughs> uh, you know what? If you like, I can. Uh, you can hold up a sign, say Eric Jen kiss me. I don't have a problem giving you a kiss. <laughs> you have already. I was doing a Facebook Live last weekend. You did give him a kiss. <laughs> oh yeah, yes, right. I did. Uh, you did get yeah, very close last couple- week. Yeah, the last couple of Brie Combination wrestling shows, I uh, kiss women, guys. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> it's, been, it's been pretty freaky. Well, let's talk a little bit about In the Ring. Um, what has the, been the best or the worst moment that you've had in the ring? The best moment and the worst moment. Oh, man, now you're going to make me think, guys. Uh, Sorry. Worst moment? I-, I can't say I had any bad moments in the ring. I- I've, been, I've been very lucky. I have been injury-free. You know, uh, majorly injury free. You know, I, I, you know, every wrestler has his bumps and bruises. I, and I, they live through on a daily basis. So I haven't really got injured that bad on there. I would say my best moment was when I wrestled out in Georgia for Rocky King Promotions. Mm-hmm. And Rocky King is uh, an NWA wrestler, an NWA legend, and he had brought me down. And at the time, my partner, he brought us down to Georgia. We faced the Rock and Roll Express. I have to oh, say, wow. Whatever. Yeah, I, awesome. I had to say, oof! I, I it, we, were, we were in the ring with two guys who were in the ring with the Horsemen. They were in the yeah. ring with the Road Warriors. I mean, come on! I mean, that was insane. And and we we tore the place apart. We did a Memphis style match. The match was legit. Was like 25, 30 minutes of wrestling and comedy and gimmick 
and we had those fans eating out of our hands and i it's it's an experience i can never i mean i can i can't thank those guys enough for teaching me you know and giving me the opportunity to wrestle them in the ring i can imagine um a th- current theme we have here on the show is as green man has pointed out numerous times is that wrestling brings people together and if you see him in, the, in these shows he's making friends with everybody mm-hmm. uh so who are these wrestling legends you have shared a ring with or a locker room with besides that you just mentioned the rock and roll express uh, yeah, beside the Rock and Roll Express, I had the privilege of being in the ring with Hassaw Jim Duggan. Oh, that man has De- a claw of, of a hand, man. Oh, yeah. Oh. Those hands are huge. Yeah, imagine him tagging you in the, in, in the, in the, in the grill with those. <laughs> we met <laughs> him once, and his hands are Go just ahead. impressive. Yeah. Oh, he has these huge bear claws, right? Yeah. I wrestled, and I wrestled him one time in, uh, in a match, and his eyesight's not that good. He has told me. So he's laying and then he's laying in me into the, in the corner, and all of a sudden he just tags me with one of them. Well, I saw stars for like <laughs> wow. Uh, who else have been in the ring with Tito Santana? Has been another one I've been in the ring with. I'm very yeah. humbled. I've been in the ring with one of the Bushwhackers. Okay. Uh, yeah, that was awesome to, uh, on there. It, it's just you know it's great when a promoter you know has that that faith and trust in you that you know he can put you in the ring and you're gonna have a good match, especially with legends. Because yeah. here's the thing with legends. Legends want to know that whoever they get put in the ring with, they're not going to get hurt. Right. Mm-hmm. It's true. Yeah, that's the that's the number one thing. So um, I also been in the ring with you know Sandman, New Jack, ECW Originals. Oh man, how many other guys I've been in the ring with? I just... So tons. So it comes yeah. down to the promoter getting that match for the legends and saying you're going to be facing Eric Jaden, or is it the Actual legend coming and saying, you know, I want to make sure I'm protected. I'm picking the wrestler I'm going to be coming up against. Well, yeah, because you know, if you're already known, see these legends, these a lot of these legends, you got to understand, if they if they're working the indie circuit, they they're running into each other, right? So they do talk to each other. Like now, I I also have faced like the Brooklyn Brawler, uh, Steve Lombardi, yeah, mm-hmm. and it was it was great. I had a great match with him at Legendary Action Wrestling in Brooklyn. You know, and he put me over with Chris Jericho. I got put over to Chris Jericho podcast. Oh, wow. And that kind of, that trickled down. So I got, you know, I got, you know, uh, promoters were asking me, hey, you want to face these guys? You want to face the nasty boys? Sure, no problem. Because oh, yeah. they already heard of me. And these guys do talk to each other. So if you take care of a legend and you have a great match with them, they'll, they'll, they'll take care of you back. Are there any legends um, currently or not currently with us that you wanted to share a match with? Oh yeah. Uh, well, we're gonna for this one. We're gonna go back to uh, we're gonna go to Japan. Okay. Uh, Hayabusa. Okay. Uh, I would have loved to have wrestled Hayabusa uh, in the yeah in uh, FMW days. That would have been awesome. Bret Hart is oh. one. I would have loved to wrestle Bret Hart. Yeah. I would have lo- loved. Up. To, yeah, I, I would have loved to wrestle Bret Hart. I would have loved to wrestle Rick Rude. Uh, Rick that. Martel, the model Rick Martel is another oh, guy I would have loved to wrestle. Been a great the match. model, yeah. Yeah, uh, no, yeah definitely. Imagine this and the model. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> so, those are, those are, you know, some of the guys in face. Uh, I would love to have face Ric Flair, too. I think me and Ric Flair would have an awesome match together. Oh, I, can, I can see that. Yeah, so it's. Um, I, 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 I love wrestling legends, I can't lie. And uh, I get a lot of opportunities out here in the Northeast, especially with a promotion called East Coast Wrestling Promotion, ECPW. Yeah. And they have given me a lot of opportunities to wrestle a lot of legends. So shout out to ECPW. Shout out, yeah. yeah. Talking a lot about the legends, a lot about the 
the men in this business. It's time to talk about the women in this industry. Mm -hmm. So who are your top three women wrestlers of all time? Uh, Is this one of those marry, fuck, and kill questions? No, 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 no. Oh, okay. (laughs) Never do that. Uh, Current one, I'm going to have to say, I'm a big fan of Charlotte Flair. Okay. Love Charlotte Flair. She's absolutely great. Uh, Tamina Snuka mm-hmm. is another current one. I'm yeah. a big, big fan of her work on there. Uh, Nia Jax, love Mom. her work also. <laughs> love me some Nia Jax. <laughs> love me some Nia Jax. I just, I, I'm a big, big woman fan. Just all the anyway, curves in the right places. Yeah. That's those, great. All those curves mean no breaks. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> uh, then going way back, I mean, going back, I guess, I guess you know, to the WWE time. I'm gonna have to say, I, I, I used to love watching Wendy Richter. Okay. Yeah, that was she was awesome. Uh, you know, uh, you know, always love watching her. I love that whole rock and roll wrestling connection at the time. So, women wise, uh, Mia uh, Current again, going back to Current Mia uh, Yim from TNA. Okay. Uh, she, she's a phenomenal worker on there. I guess that's it. That narrows it down. Yeah, that's it. Um. So we're gonna ask you. I mean, that's a little tasteless. Um yeah. Fuck Mary Kill. Charlotte, <laughs> Wendy Richter, <laughs> and let's go with uh, 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 Tamina? Tamina. So you want me to do uh, Mary, Ki- uh, Mary, fuck kill? Yeah. Okay, so Mary, I would definitely marry Charlotte Flair. Of course, oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely marry Charlotte Flair. Wrestle your, wrestle your father-in-law. Yeah. You could wrestle your father-in-law. Yeah. Lovely. <laughs> uh, who would I fuck? With a lot of due, all due respect. Of course. Uh, uh, with, <laughs> Damn man, this is a this is a kind of a tough one because I got so many of them. I wouldn't if I ever had an opportunity. I guess Tamina Snuka. <laughs> I agree. I think, yeah. yeah. <laughs> she see she's very. She sexy. would tear me apart. Uh, man, so we did marry. Fuck. Uh, who would I kill? Wendy Richards left. Yes, I'm sorry. I probably killed Fabulous Moolah. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> she, she wasn't part of the list. She just made it to the list. <laughs> Eric Jaden's list. That's my list, brother. <laughs> <laughs> I'm loving this vibe, guys, by the way. I'm loving this little podcast. Because usually when I do podcasts, it's all gimmick. And, but I'm loving the fact that we can oh. get mellowed down and, and talk, oh. you know, on a personal level. This is really cool. So we're here for yeah. it. We, we want to get to know the real you, you know. Um, and while we're talking a little bit about uh, your gimmick, the definition of authority and sexiness, where do you see that character fitting into the WWE right now? If I was given an opportunity to work this character the way it is, obviously I would have to tone it down a bit. I couldn't do half the branches as I do. But if I got into the E, I would say it would fit very well with Tyler Breeze and uh, Fandango. Breeze Dango, hell yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, I, I think it would fit. See that. Yeah, definitely fit there very, very well. Uh, I even go further than that. I, if I get a chance in TNA, to believe it or not, I would think I would fit very well with the Decay. And a lot oh. of people would say the Decay. Because I would take the decay and make them sexy. Okay. <laughs> I would watch that. See, I would that's, watch. that's what I would watch. So that would be that's a good uh, storyline. TNA, if you're listening, give it, a, you know, give it a try. Yeah, I like that. Mm-hmm. So we've uh, been talking a while now about your wrestling interest and who you like and who you grew up liking, who you currently like, yada, yada, yada. Uh-huh. Like, like you just mentioned, we have a good vibe going. We want to get to know you as a man, as a person. So what are yeah. some of your passions besides wrestling? Like outside of the ring, what do you care about? Uh, 
when you put say, when you're wrestling off, what do you like to do? Oh, when I'm wrestling's off, well, yeah. a lot of people don't. Well, a lot of people don't know this. Uh, I'm actually a beach bum. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I live. I live one block from the beach. Uh, I live one block uh, in Rockaway Beach, Queens. Oh, I have nice. a house Please there, boy. so I live. Yeah, so I'm a beach. Yeah, I'm actually a beach rat. I love. I love. You know, summertime. I usually spend my whole time on the beach. I'm usually dressed with just t-shirts. You know, jeans, ripped t- ripped jeans and t-shirts. That's all I like to wear. Um, I'm actually a big. Um, Are you a speedo uh, fan? Yeah. No, actually not. I hate those fucking things. They're right <laughs> up your ass. <laughs> they right up your ass too much. Um, I also uh, I'm also big on on helping others. Uh, okay. I do you know, I do work with this with this uh, organization. It's called uh, Hashtag Love All, and mm. they, they're very small right now. Uh, but I'm working with them, and what we do is um, we go around and we help people out when we when we'll film it. And what we do is we try to promote people, you know, try to promote, tell people to take a time, a moment out of their time to help someone, you know? So, like, we'll go out, we'll feed the homeless, we'll give somebody $5, we'll donate books to a library or school supplies to a school or stuff like that. I'm I'm, I'm very big on that, on the charity aspect of it. And, uh, you know, what's the name of the charity again? uh, Hashtag love all. You know, and they get they're just getting off the ground. You're you're gonna start seeing a lot more stuff. I ha- I once in a while I'll, I'll break kayfabe on my on my uh, Facebook page, and you'll see me put a video up. You know, of me doing some charity work on there, and which is which I believe is very important. I think we should always get back to the community, yep. and uh, that's something on there. Uh, to unwind, uh, like I said, I'm a beach guy. Like right now, the summer's coming. I I'm a bodyboarder. Okay. So, yeah, so I do a lot of bodyboarding on that. A lot of people don't know I'm also a skater. I like to skateboard. Oh wow. Ooh, okay. Yeah, uh, I'm a big fitness guy, so that's you know, at my age forty three I have to work very hard to keep, you know, looking good. <laughs> yeah. So I do a lot of CrossFit, you know, I'm always in the gym. Uh, I don't post it as much as po- as I used to. I'm more low key now about where I, you know, where I'm training, but uh, I like to you know, I like to work out a lot. Uh, I love cooking. Uh, I'm a big, you like, you know, I'm a big cooking fan. I cook a lot of stuff. My specialty is Mexican food. Oh, oh my, yeah. So I cook, oh yeah, I can. You're pu- turning I, me push, on right now, brother. I'll push a portle and those miserable, those miserable cocksuckers. What is that? Uh, What's that chicken Adobe? place? No, the chicken place. I hate them. Chick Fil A. I hate those. What's your problem with Chick Fil A? They're fucking Jesus freaks. This is just a religious cult. <laughs> They're closed on Sundays. I love it. I wish I could work for for an organization that was closed on Sundays. Yeah. Also, if you want to believe all that religious freak shit that uh, they they like to preach out there too, uh, not a big fan of them. So that's how I whine. I'm, I'm a big movie guy. Okay. I like watching movies. Do you have a I'm favorite movie? I'm sorry. Do you have a favorite movie? Oh man, I got so many of them. I'm a big action action fan. Mm. And drama fan, but <laughs> I have to say the Godfather series. All these, all the monster movies. I've been a big, big fan of monster movies. Okay, Casino, um, A Bronx Tale. Just before you guys call me, and I went, I was tanning, <laughs> and I came home. I was watching A Bronx Tale. So I'm a big, big, big fan of monster uh, mob movies on there. And uh, contrary to my gimmick, I'm actually a normal guy. Uh, a lot of people see my gimmick, and again, they'll take, you know, I says I play very well. They, they take it very serious. They think I'm actually, I walk around all day with a suit and tie. I'm a sexy asshole. Uh, although I do wear a suit and tie majority of the day, but after that, I just love to rip that off and just a pair of jeans and a t-shirt, and I'm happy. What do you like to drink? 
I like to drink too. I just don't get an opportunity to do it much. Is, is it, you're, you're a wine guy, beer guy, Jack Daniels guy, tequila. Uh, summertime, I like to drink beer, so I'll 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 settle down with a Corona. I'm happy with it. Okay. Uh, in the winter, uh, drink Japanese uh, beer, Sapporo. Oh, okay. oh, I like that. Yeah, and I like. Uh, Are I you love into this whole new uh, craft beer Fat. phenomenon that's yeah. going on? Like everything's a craft beer nowadays. Because everybody's decided to become a fucking beer artist now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Beer snob, I call it. one fucking beer. Oh, I we make now even in the Rockways. Now the Rockways has a beer place that's making beer. I'm like, come on, guys. Like, <laughs> you got pineapple beer, apple yeah. beer, peach nah. beer. I like, I like a good old fashioned Budweiser. Mm-hmm. Amen. I, you know, I, I love that. I, I could drink Bud. I do like Corona in the summer. I won't lie. Bud Light Lime. Bud Lime. Dos Equis. Oh, oh Dosekis. Yes. Dosekis Amber. I love that. And my favorite liquor to drink, I usually stick to this, is Grey Goose Cranberry. I usually stick oh, with okay. that. How you doing? That's what, that's what Green Man drinks, yeah. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. That's so that's this is basically what I stick. I love I love I love a good cigar. Oh, so okay. if you know, usually when I get it, you know, when I'm uh, if I'm staying in Midtown, I have a place in the Mid- in Midtown Manhattan. If oh, I gosh. stay there, I'll go over to uh cigar bars, you know, we have a nice cigar with a nice you know, uh, drink. I am ready to get down on one knee and just propose yeah. to you right now. <laughs> you, you cook Mexican food, my favorite food. You, you, Cranberry Grey Goose. You drink my drinks, yes. and now yep. he smokes cigars. Okay. This is my man right here. <laughs> That's it. I'm divorcing my wife, and I'm going to marry you. Man for you or what? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you are. You are. That's it. He's been searching his whole life. Oh, I'm here, baby. <laughs> now it's time to move on to talk about the past. And the current. Oh. Let's move yeah. on to the future. What does the future hold for Eric Jaden? Hopefully a nice contract. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I would definitely like to uh, make a more comfortable living from this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we all know, you know, as independent wrestlers, a lot of us have shoot jobs, you know, on top of doing this. And uh, I don't, you know, honestly, for me, you know, when people ask me because of my age, you know, I'm, I'm a realist. I don't think, you know, I can the WWE sign a person like me? Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. You know, I, ha- I would have to, you know, you know, be there in their faces and showing them what I can do. Mm-hmm. Right. But I honestly believe, and if people have proven this, and, you know, you can go in the pro wrestling world and make hundreds of thousands of dollars, even millions of dollars, and you don't have to be signed. Yeah. I, I, you know, I believe in this. So, you know, it takes a lot of work. But guys like the Young Bucks have proved it. Adam Cole have proved it. A lot of wrestlers have proved it. So even if I don't get signed, I just want to see. I want to see how far I can reach with this gimmick. If it's you know wrestling out in Japan or Mexico, Puerto Rico, just traveling. I just want to get the name big enough where I can you know make a very comfortable living doing what I do, what I love, which is pro wrestling. Well, the short term future obviously takes you to the NWA, Big Apple. You're, yes. you're part of this roster right now. So tell us a little bit about that. Breaking news here on A Shot of Wrestling. Oh, I'm so excited. Uh, they just started break, you know, putting out the roster about a week or two ago. And they were putting it on, on their website. I'm excited. It's just big things with NWA, uh, especially out here on the Northeast. There's so much plans for NWA Big Apple, you know, that it, you're going to be surprised. We're, it's it's, it's going to branch out more into other areas in the Northeast, other states. It's huge. On top of that, with Billy Corgan signing and, own, and now pretty much owning the whole NWA company, 
it's uh it's gonna be big I, and i and i see i see big things and i'm i'm really hoping that um the fans you know really really grab into my character because nwa is about tradition you know and wrestling and then they're very big with the gimmicks which i love they like big guys big gimmicks and they also like little guys that can work the, the crowd and it's just it's it's a it's a big kind of a gimmick type driven organization which is great yeah. and it's along my field so I see big things coming with the NWA. I'm very happy. June 9th is their second show in Wayne, New Jersey. So I'm excited. I'm in the uh, in the uh, tournament for their heavyweight championship belt. Nice. Right off the bat, so I'm making my debut, yeah. and I'm in the tournament. Nice. So I'm looking to win. So I'm looking to win that. You know, you're and, facing uh, in the first round. Uh, yeah, I'm facing the, facing Sinister X on the uh, in one of the first rounds. So I think I think I have a good shot. I think man. you take him. Yeah, definitely don't uh, don't sleep on Eric Jaden. You guys know who, how, what I can do, what I'm capable. So I have a good shot at that title. I mean, he has one X. I mean, you're three X's, right? <laughs> yeah, triple X, yeah. Eric Jaden. I love it. Oh, that's a, that's that's a good gimmick name. Thanks. That's it. it signed, sealed, and delivered. There's a lot of big names for this uh, heat wave going on on Friday, June 9th. Um, you got the Greg the Hammer Valentine's going to be there, right? Knobs uh-huh. um, from the Nasty Boys. Yep, so which I face. A lot of great names. Crowbar. Uh, yep, Crowbar. The Greek God Papa Don's going to be there. I'm excited about that. He's a good guy, too. I'm a little yeah, terrified of him, but he's cool. He's cool. Speaking about the uh, future, um, you're, you seem to be a larger-than-life persona. Yes. Um, you have a great gimmick, great character. So when it's time to hang up the boots, whenever that time comes, mm-hmm. you ever think about transitioning to managing? Or maybe commenting? I think when the time comes to hang up the boots, if I, if I remain in the business, I'm probably just going to promote. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm probably going to... Have, I have an organization now, and uh, we have ran the show before, and then we changed the name, and the, the promotion is called King. You know, like a king, you know, like, yeah. you know, king, Kings of Pro Wrestling. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we, we're, we, we have it now. It, we don't run, like I said, we don't run anything. It's an actual, you know, the, we have an LLC on, with a, you know, That's cool. we're attached to this company. So if I do give it up and hang it up, I'll probably revive King and just, and run shows probably. That's if I stay in the business. If not, if I hang it up, guys, I'll be very happy and, you know, and, and grateful and humble that I got a chance to entertain, you know, Hundreds and thousands of people, okay. and I'll leave it at that. Sounds good. Yeah. Well, Eric Jaden, it was a yes. pleasure to get to know you a little bit better here on a shot of wrestling. Um, if we wanted to follow you and we wanted to get to continue to get to know you a little bit better on your social medias, where could we do that? You guys could follow me uh, on Facebook, and you can look up Eric Jaden on Facebook. You can go on Twitter at follow the bad guy okay. and on Instagram at bad guy sexiness. Sounds good. Very nice. This is episode 69 of a shot of wrestling. I, 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 I oh, 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 right there. I just came. I just oh, climaxed. Oh, I got it in your shot, Michael J. Party. How about that for a shot of wrestling? No, thanks. <laughs> Drink. So up. You got to squeeze off. You got to squeeze off your silly string there, boy. Oh, <laughs> bring back old memories, old memories. <laughs> That that is the first time that we actually got to meet Eric Jaden. He actually, you know, that's right, <laughs> came all over the Green Man. I was picking out silly string out of my face for days. Oh, nah, suck! I love that. <laughs> it, it, it it was a great pleasure to get to know you a little bit better. Um, 
Thanks again for being here on A Shot of Wrestling. Thank you, guys. A shot of wrestling presents Raw and SmackDown here and here. All right. What do you think about the interview? Not bad. Not bad. Have you heard of Eric Jaden before? I think we were at the uh, one show one time, right? I think I was. I don't know. Was he at the uh, House of Wrestling? House of Glory? Show? No, he was at uh, Elks Lodge. No, I wasn't there. You were at Elks Lodge, though. You, yeah, he was there. I've been at the Elks Lodge, yes. But there was one probably show at the there. bar yeah. drinking. Yeah, yeah. So that was uh, our interview with Eric Jaden. Thank you, Eric. And trust me, me and Abel will be taking you up on the offer and we'll be uh, joining drinking uh, and some cigars. And the Rockaways. So it was good. So it was good. For oh, I won't be down. I'm always go- down for a cigar. Did you watch Raw? I only saw the uh, first part of Raw. So that's a yes, because nothing else happened. Yes, exactly. So have, in other words, any, nobody missed anything. You have any treasure heels? The only heel I have is because that first segment should have been saved. If you want people to watch Raw, if you want people to tune in, that segment with Brock Lesnar and Samoa Joe should have been left for the very final segment. Uh, but other than that, that I'll heal that, but I will cheer that segment because it was actually seeing Samoa Joe look strong, you know, block the double leg takedown from Brock, Brock Lesnar. It was amazing. And I'm I'm looking forward to the match, even though I know what's going to happen yeah. at that pay-per-view. So. Um, yeah, I totally agree. I healed 
that main event. I think it was a waste of a main event. Yes. Uh, it definitely did not feel like a main event. It was definitely not a main event worthy match. But like I said, the Lesnar Joe thing should have ended it. But I did read, I think I'm talking about this off air, that it went on so early because they did not want to compete against the NBA Finals Game 5. Right. And with the Warriors won, so smart move on their part. Right. But come on. Come on. It felt like the backlash from last year where they had the main event first. Yeah. Somehow that yeah, was weird. Right, yeah. But I, as a it's, wrestling fan, I know, listen, in this day and age of, like, on-demand crap, you can easily, you know, pre-record the NBA Finals. You can easily pre-record Raw. Yeah. I went on to do Hulu uh, version of Raw, which was cut down to an hour and a half, and I still tuned out. Yeah, because nothing else happens. Yeah. I mean, I also healed that because that match sucked. Yeah. Nothing happened that match. It was a fucking draw. Two out of three is a draw. Right. Get the fuck out of here. No, I, I, I don't understand, and I don't understand how the... I don't know if it's the creative team being, like, worked up or whatever, but something is lacking in terms of uh, how Raw is being... Raw and SmackDown, to an extent, is being booked lately. I mentioned this in my Instagram page, how... It which, looks which like is? A, which is at WWE vacant 316. I mentioned how I feel that WWE at this point is going through a mid 90s crisis, in which, yes, you may it may look like you have good storylines, but nobody's tuning on. Nobody gives a crap about what's going on at this no. point. No, I, I agree. Especially on Raw. Do you have anything else for Raw, or you, let me run the gambit here? You know, run the gambit because I literally did tune out, and, and I say this. It sucks. Your flagship show, I normally don't tune out, and this week, it finally happened. I'm going to heal a Bailey interview. Boring. Um, nothing happened. No, no advance. Didn't advance anything. It was kind of boring. And that sucks about Bailey, man. I yeah. had had expectations for her, and I don't know if it's her booking or if it's the too goody goody character that I normally don't go nah. for. Womp, womp, womp. But yeah. I'm going to heal Bray Wyatt. Uh, he's stale. I've, I've never been a big Bray Wyatt guy, but I got, no? I got his I got his appeal. Yeah. He is stale AF now. His promos are not scary. His promos are not intimidating. And you know why? Because he always loses. Uh, well, he's the I'll, hobo that talks on the train now. He's I'll, the hobo you find in the subway. He talks about the end of the world and all this, how he's going to take over and blah, 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 blah. And achieves nothing. I mean, outside one win, which was the Elimination Chamber where he won the belt. Right. He hasn't really had a main, uh, a worthy win in God knows how long. It's a waste. I, 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 I like the Bray Wyatt character. Don't get me uh, wrong. I, I never did. But I feel that... I don't know if he was a placeholder or whatever it was, but I think that that whole planning to WrestleMania was just bad. I think he oh. should have won Rumble. Randy Orton should have won the Elimination Chamber. He should have won the title at WrestleMania. And by him, I mean Bray Wyatt. Plus, if you're building to a Wyatt... Rollins feud, they had to do something else because this didn't make me care about it at all. It, uh, didn't, didn't Wyatt like cost Rollins a match like two weeks ago? Yeah, he did. And then what happened? Nothing. They're not. They're no. not following up in this. No, stuff. Nothing happened. And they're they're built they're built to this potential match at Great Balls. Great Balls of Fire is not is not doing it for me. Like I'm looking more forward to the Sunday's pay per view than I am. To the pay-per-view that may have that's how you be build a, SummerSlam. Right. Spoiler alert, but that's how you build a pay-per-view. This is a great pay-per-view coming up. Mm-hmm. Uh, heel, I don't I don't need to see that Roman Reigns promo video twice. Roman Reigns coming next week. 
Because he has a big SummerSlam announcement. Oh, so he has a big SummerSlam announcement? Which I, means, I guess he doesn't care about Great Balls of Fire? I mean, because that makes two of us. I'll heal that. I'll heal that, uh, the fact that he, we have to tune in to hear him say anything. I mean, at this point... But why would you make an announcement for SummerSlam before your next pay-per-view is aired? And that's the thing. I think at this point, um, I don't know if they're they're using this whole Roman Reigns is lashing out the fans thing that he's doing on Twitter to an extent. He doesn't give a fuck, which is great. Good for him. Good for him. Don't get me wrong. But I'm a Roman Reigns guy. I'm not even him. quite there yet with him. I mean, I liked Roman Reigns when he was in the Shield. Don't get me wrong. I just Everybody feel did. that and nothing changed yet. People hate him. I, don't, I want Roman Reigns to win. Roman Reigns is the guy. I need Roman Reigns to be the guy, and he's the guy, and people start booing him for no reason. I think it's He's just, booing him because he, he, they're giving you what you want. And, oh, it's what I want. I got to boo him because I don't want this anymore. I feel like, don't get me wrong. I do this feel, is, is I do feel they're, pushing, they're pushing him too hard, but I don't think that... I don't have any problems with Roman Reigns other than other the way that he was booked, I guess, prior to last year's WrestleMania. He was booked strong. He needs to be that badass, and I keep saying this all the time. He needs to be a badass. And, and, er- I- and the voice Irwin said um, when it, during his feud with uh, Rusev, mm-hmm. he came out and had a couple jokes, and it was funny, it was entertaining, and and that's what Irwin was saying. His point was saying he needs writers, he needs comedy writers to make jokes and make points. And uh, I agree, he needs something. But people boom for no reason. That's we have, we have a whole show about Roman Reigns. So we're going to move on right quick. Mm-hmm. You have opinion on Roman Reigns? Dial up 619-343-3005. So, yeah, most, Raw is mostly heels. Um, check, 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 check. Uh, let's get into some cheers. Emma's return. Emma's smoking hot. Happy to see her return. Fingers uh, crossed I'm, because I'm she's, she's healthy again. Very injury prone. So, fingers crossed this actually lasts this time. You're so beautiful. I love you. And I'm going to chill. You know, as you listen to the show, I'm a big old school Goldust fan now. I'm happy to see his return. Happy to see him back to mo- quoting movies. Mm-hmm. The director's chair, the movie innuendos. But uh, I got to add that heel too because when is this match going to happen? I've been watching these stupid promos for like weeks now. There's no mention of a match. There's no mention of this rivalry continuing or a face-off. It's what's what, what, what's going on here. My question to you is: Do you care about that match with our truth No, but I want. I can't see what go- happens with Goldust after this, and I want to get this over with. Right, because I feel like when he started this whole back to old school kind of Goldust, yeah, that this could be his swan song. Yeah, okay. So if that's the case, you retire the way you came in. Cool, but okay. but come out strong. But talked about this a couple weeks ago on the show how the rumor was that Goldust was in line for a main event push to feud against John Cena, uh-huh. and then I don't remember if he got fired or quit or something happened, then he left. Mm-hmm. So this could be his footstep into the door of maybe getting a decent, not main event, but somewhat a decent push, like you said, maybe for a swan song. I mean, regardless, I think he's had a great career. Yeah. Uh, future Hall of Famer, definitely. Oh, so if Coco B. wears in, he has to be in. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I, I mean, besides, not that I care so much of Coco Beware, but I think Goldust's uh, beginning of his career in WWE is more than merits him to be in the Hall of Fame. Cody Rhodes said a couple weeks ago, um, the Hall of Famer, Tag Team Champions. Right. When someone called him a jobber, yeah. Cody Rhodes defended his brother. And What do you expect, though? Is this jo- I mean, those people calling him a jobber right now, he's old. He, his job is to put over new talent. That's great. Yeah. But 
you cannot deny what he has accomplished back in the 90s. He's a jobber. You want to call him a jobber, yet if he was in the main event picture, people say, oh, he doesn't deserve to be there. He's too old. Just like they do with Jinder Mahal right now. Oh, he was jobbing like three weeks before he won the title. Oh, yeah, look at that. Fuck out of here. I was going to smack on the better of the show. No. The A show. All right, let's get into... Uh, if you guys know me at all, if you guys listen to the show, if you guys follow me on Instagram and Twitter, because now I'm on there now at Michael J. Putty. One word. Nice. Um, my cheer for SmackDown, my cheer of the week is... Guess who's back? Back, back, back again. Back, bro. That's right. Zack Ryder is back. Nice. About time. You've been, missed, you've been missed, Broski. Welcome back. I'm looking forward, if if, if my prediction is correct, a uh, Zack Ryder heel turn. Because, yeah, I felt you felt that during the promo, right? I, I felt the disturbance yeah. in the force. Yes, right way to put it. Because <laughs> I had a bad feeling about this. Um, there was something there, like you just picked up on. Yeah. Um, like you just agreed, something's going to happen. However, it's probably for the best, because I like, want to see a badass Zack Ryder heel turn. No, I do. It's it's long overdue. He has, he has the current look now. Yes. The beard, the short hair. He's wearing black. And the one thing that Abel said back in the past, we grew up black, you were here. He's wearing black. But And I kind of believe it in this case. Like, I think color and presence makes a point. And I think in the future we may see this Zack Ryder heel turn. Because, believe it or not, Mojo Rowley did win the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. Oh, did he? You know, but he... I think at this point they want to do something with Mojo Rowley. It's big. And I think I think the exact opposite. I think, yeah, I agree. They should do something with Mojo they, Rowley. They should, yes. But I think this should be Zack Ryder's launching pad to it. Exactly. And you know them you know them here I mean, they won't make money like that. Yeah, to do, but I think they have something against Zack Ryder for some reason. But I think Zack Ryder giving a heel turn, giving some time. He needs a spark, man. He needs this, spark. Be, this is gonna be badass. And I, I will agree. Once he turns here, I'm a heel guy, as I've told people before yeah. in this podcast. I look forward to him joining the dark side. And he's probably going to, and I look forward to his next chapter in his career because I've been a fan since day one. His day one is H. Yes. I'm going to cheers to Mina. Really? Um, she looked good in that ring, man. Uh, I haven't really seen her in a ring and able to showcase what she can do. I'll agree with that. In a long yeah. time. And yeah. I, was, I was very impressed. I'm like, this girl can go. Tamina should be booked as the powerhouse of SmackDown. The way that Nia Jax is booked on Raw. Or Nia Jax is supposed to be booked on Raw. Right. Yeah. And I, I think Tamina has that look. She has that style. She has that toughness. Yeah. She needs to be booked as the powerhouse of the women's division. Not for nothing. I mean, I get shit when I say this. Not bad looking either. Huh? She's not. Yeah. All right. Great. You're good on that. I am going to heal. Oh, sorry, you got to talk to you. I apologize. I'm sorry. Sorry. Okay. I, I'm going to heal Lana because... And not, not not in a in a bad way. I mean, Lana well, heel I, is a bad thing. No, no. But I what I mean is, Lana should have been given an opportunity to showcase her skill. Unless they're willing to book it as a surprise on the next pay per view, that's great. But I wanted to see. I I was salivating for Lana to get in the ring and whoop that ass. Uh, they are saving it for a pay per view. And if that's the case, cool. But I really wanted a piece of that. I want a piece of that too. Yeah. But she's married. Uh, I'm going to cheers, Lana. Because that finisher looked badass. It is badass. <laughs> um, during the brand split, um, I, was, I, I cheered Lexa Bliss. Mm-hmm. 
I cheered somebody else, Carmella, mm-hmm. because I like their finishers. Right. I like finishers. Right. And this finisher is impressive. It's different. I don't seen. I've never seen something like that before. Good for Lana though. Good for she, Lana. She's gone a long. She's come a long way. Badass finisher, and that's gonna hopefully go somewhere. No, hopefully. I mean, I kind of feel she's gonna lose this match, but we'll get the predictions later. Yeah, okay. but we'll see. Uh, anything else? I'm going to he- listen. I'm going to actually cheer okay, the good. Usos and New Day. For New Day to be lasting this long and still be able to get a good crowd reaction is amazing. I'm over the New Day though. I never was really under them, but but okay. but the Usos, man, this transformation of going from this Samoan, you know, family lineage to they cut the most awesome promos yep. right now. Mention it every week on the show, it's and I amazing. love it. But yep. I like this program though. The two group of trash talkers just going at it. And to me, I'm pretty much split on who I want to win. But I like this new transformation of the Usos going into this pay-per-view. And I feel that if I had a pick, I feel like the Usos are the stronger of the two. Yeah, but absolutely. I like Did when they, two trash talkers go like go at it and we have to settle a feud. Like, okay. I'm interested. It, it's been the one tag team match I've actually have been interested in in a long time. All right, it's cool. Yeah, I mean, I mean I'm an Usos guy, as we known, and their day one is H, and uh, I'm kind of over the uh, new day. I'm going to cheers once again. This is a common occurrence here in the 69 episodes of A Shot of Wrestling. 69. Thank you to WWE for listening, mainly to me, mm. not Green Men, uh. mainly me. Finally, finally, some action between Randy Orton and Jinder Mahal. Oh, thank you. Mentioned Lord. last week. I don't know if you listened. This this rivalry was getting boring. Nothing was going on. It was just promo after promo, not, no interaction. Mm-hmm. And I asked them, "Give me some, give me some interactions. Give me some. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? You need some pizzazz. Action. You need some action. You need some fire to this feud. I finally got some, and uh, I was not disappointed. That running RKO was pretty badass too. Listen, to that everyone came out, out of um, it came out of nowhere. I believe it's out called. of nowhere. But to everyone bitching about this feud, let me put it to you like this. To everyone bitching about how Jinder Mahal doesn't deserve this. Not not this guy. Listen, I know you're not, and I'm not either. Yeah. I'm the kind of guy that I wanted different, and I got different. Exactly. And to preach. Preach to green no, men. No, no. Preach to it, green men right now. Sorry. But, like, to all these, like, smarks that think they know everything. Mostly the ones that read dirt sheets and all that shit. Jinder Mahal right now is a different superstar, a different breed of superstar. Randy Orton's title, last title run was a little stale. You needed to add that spice to it. And I feel that uh, this feud in general gives me something to look forward to. Jinder Mahal is a different superstar, a different guy that can bring something to the table. So why not give it a shot? Plus the same smarks are saying, oh, John Cena always wins. Ren Yorton's always right. wins. We need some new fresh face, new fresh blood into the title picture. Well, you got one. Oh, no, he doesn't deserve to be there. He doesn't deserve to he, he jobbed like three weeks before make, he won make the, it, the, 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 that yeah, four-way. First, first of all, it's on a different show. Right. In fact, there's a land of opportunity. Just make up your mind. If you want some fresh new in the title picture, you got one. Now you're bitching about it. Now I want. Now don't get me wrong. I think what they're I doing want to heal left. So if you want to keep running the gamut, no. It, I think what they're doing with, with Jinder Mahal is great. I'm healing the Singh brothers, whatever. 
can we do something with them other than them being uh, lackeys? Yeah. Like, come on, man. They need like a ta- like a, a tag team, like team up or something. Like you got brought up from NXT for a reason. Like I want to see some action from the lackeys. Yeah, they gotta do something. And I mentioned once again, I keep referring to old episodes, but you, since you're here, I gotta mention yeah. that. You got J and J security, right? The uh, Edge heads. Mm-hmm. Mentioned the third pair. I don't remember offhand. But yeah, you have lackeys. And Jimmy Hall got lackeys. Oh, you you got to do something with them. Don't just get your ass beat. Right. Don't be those little. Don't be those little nothings. Like Jay's security was. They were right. nothing. They were. They were pawns. But they fought though. Yeah. They so actually had matches. I'm hoping. But these guys are small. Yeah. Cruiserweights. If they barely are cruiserweights. Right. So I wish these guys were kind of bigger and muscular, but more intimidating. Right. But like you said, I just give them something to do. Right. Let them do something to get their ass beat. Mm-hmm. Which is their job. I understand that. Mm-hmm. Let them seem intimidating. I want them to be. If you're making the Maharaja this intimidating force, that you need to make their lackeys look just as tough, if not a slightly weaker. Yes, because they are yeah, lackeys. But they do something here. But I want. I want action out of them. I don't want them. You know, dressing up and setting up a fucking magic carpet on the fucking. Yeah. You know, on the fucking ring. Like I, I don't. I, I don't care for that. I kind of healed this. I didn't heal it enough to write it down. But when Randy Orton hit that awesome RKO, that was an incredible RKO. The camera panned to the outside, and they were just standing there, doing nothing. Right. And when Ar- Randy Orton leaves, they get into the ring. Right. They should have climbed in there right away and beat Orton's ass. Yeah. That's what should have happened. You know, beat that ass. Have the the modern day Maharaja hit him with a belt or something. Do something incredible. Yeah. Have him. You no, know. not even him. Yeah. He, was, he was knocked out from the RKO. Let right. these two guys make Let's a point, something. make a statement. Like at this point, I don't. I don't want to see them to be these pussies. Like I want watch action. Watch, watch your mouth. I'm sorry. I know your grandmother's here. Yes. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But That's overall, I, I'm looking forward to that. You know, to that feud. And I, I like different. I like Jinder Mahal yeah, as champion. I think he. Although I, I like, I like Jinder Mahal as champion. Although they've not done nothing with him. Not. It's still a young title right No, but so. his. His feud is. Lame. He's in. He's never in the main event. He's always in the mid card. But that's that's overall in both Raw and SmackDown, though. But I'm assuming I because even with I Kevin Owens, I didn't do that. I mean, I didn't. I wanted to heal it this week. Yeah, but I didn't because I understand they got to put over the money in the bank. Right. Once money in the bank's over with, Jinder Mahal should take his rightful spot in the main event. I will. He- I will cheer the fact that Jinder Mahal is the first person to read the secret and actually win the WWE. Yeah. Title. <laughs> Unlike Ryback. <clears throat> That's a great meme. You should post that. Yes, I will. Uh, Molest Heel up is the Fashion Files. I've been uh, cheering them since day one. Oh, God. I love the Fashion Files. I love Breeze Dango. All right. Uh, this segment, this week, this particular week, uh, was a little weak because they didn't really have anything funny or any jokes. There's no quick one-liners, no jabs. I think last week um, was the best segment they had when they had the New Day on, and they made a racial kind of style yeah. joke, and it was like, oh, everything's black no, and just, white here. Yeah, <laughs> that's right, yeah. <laughs> but other than that, this week sucked. I mean, the best best fresh files were when they were in the field with the Uggos. Right. But since this is like an ongoing, continuous thing, right. this was the weakest of them all. There's like no jokes, except for the stick figure sketch at the end. There was no jokes here. Are they leading to some mystery attacker? Maybe. Like they do on Raw? Only this will lead to something cool? I, Who knows? I don't know. Breeze we'll Dango, find out in a couple of weeks. I had so much hope for 
Fandango and Tyler Breeze as individual wrestlers. I, I didn't. For Tyler Breeze, I knew he would bomb in the main event, uh, in the big crowd. Well, he was the one that got lost in the shuffle, but I had hope but, for him. But um, I feel like at this point, I'm Dango, over I, them now. I'm high on these guys now. That they're giving a chance in the lane opportunity. I I think the fashion piles have gotten a little bit better, but I feel like there's there's still a team that has been lost in the shuffle. They need the writers to come up. It could be the clones. Oh, Let's God. get into the ratings. Yeah, fuck them. Following a big bump last week, this week's Raw saw a significant drop. This show drew a 2.542 million, which is way down from last week's 2.994 million. I know. That's a big drop. That's really big. However, Raw faced stiff competition with the game five of the NBA Finals, which drew a staggering or for this 24.446 million. That game, putting LeBron James against Steph Curry for the championship, was the most watched show on television for surprise, surprise Monday night. The Steph Curry fans should have watched Raw. Yeah. I mean, uh, the Steph Curry haters, sorry. When it comes to strictly cable television, Raw was fourth. Trailing behind Tucker Carlson, Love and Hip Hop, and Rachel Maddow. In the 49 demographic, Raw finished second behind Love and Hip Hop. Do you watch Love and Hip Hop? I need to find someone who watches Love and Hip Hop. I don't watch that. I'm not really a reality show guy. Love and Hip Hop always comes to number one. They've never seen an episode. I haven't even heard of it until I started doing ratings. No, I heard of it, but I don't. I, I'm not a reality show guy. Maybe Total Divas because I like looking at that ass. Yeah, but, which one? Yeah. <laughs> but that's it. How do you feel about Alexa Bliss and J- Nia Jax joining the cast? Uh, I'm looking Two forward girls to replacing s- one. I, I'm looking forward to seeing more of Alexa Bliss and that ass. Nia Jax, not so much. Nia Jax, but I will s- Nia Jax I- got an ass too, bro. Don't hate. Uh, I mean... The only ass of that type I like is Ashley Grant, but it's the same story. It's the same story, but it's the same story. But I'm looking, I'm looking forward. Guarantee you, you come back in a year, you guarantee me Nia Jax is in the same category as Ashley Grant. Don't get me wrong, I don't think Nia Jax is ugly. No, of course she's. But I don't, I don't know. I'm not attracted to Nia Jax. First of all, it's her costume. It's her outfit. It's maybe very very unflattering. It could be. It could be. She has the same body type as Ashley Grant. She has a cute face. I'll tell you that right now. But you like Ashley Graham, same body type. Only I like, I like Ashley, Ashley Graham all around. She's a little more busty. Ashley Graham's a little yeah. more Yeah, but I, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing more of the Alexa Bliss ass. Yeah. I'm looking forward to Nia the Jack first ass. petite I actually really like. Is it Nia J- I can't tell if Nia Jax is single or not. She posted this guy, but I think this guy is nobody. I don't know. Nia Jax, if you're single, you know, dial it up. <laughs> Michael J. Party, <laughs> Michael J. Party on twi- <laughs> Twitter and Instagram. Ah, <laughs> uh, SmackDown. Following an incredibly disappointing number drawn by Raw, SmackDown unfortunately did not do any better. This week's show drew a 2.07, down from 2.349 from last week. Also 2.35 from two weeks ago. Considering this was the go-home show, there is no competition with the NBA or NHL. There's really no reason... Forth to steep drop off. No, I don't. I, I think nothing people, on TV I, Tuesday. I mean, I watched SmackDown, and I had, I, mind you, I had no dog in any fighting in the NHL and NBA. I don't it. watch that shit. But like, I didn't watch it. I watched America's Got Talent because I rather fast forward Raw uh, SmackDown to the commercials. Right. But I, I, I feel like Smack again. I still think to this day, even after the shakeup and whatever, SmackDown has a better show. Oh, totally. But no, hands down, they no, have no they have good talent, and they're doing things that are different. You know, like, again, I See go that, back to the whole Jinder Mahal champion. That promo in the beginning of SmackDown with the tag teams, mm-hmm. it was a little long, right? but it, it led to something. 
that was raw. That would have been ten minutes longer, more boring. They would have cut the commercial, drawn out. Yeah. yeah. So it was well done. No, I like SmackDown's fast pace versus Raw. This show drew the second lowest viewership from the since the brand split. The only show to do worse was November eighth, which was the night of the U.S. presidential election. In 1849 demographics, SmackDown was number two for the night behind ESPN. Really? In terms of pure viewership, SmackDown ranked 14th for the night on cable. Ouch. Next time. Maybe maybe the whole thing after Money in the Bank will give it a little bump. Heading into Battleground. Hopefully. So, we'll see how it goes. Well, speaking of the Money in the Bank, let's go over the card. The pre-show sees the reunited hype bros versus the colognes. Oh, God. The main show sees the New Day versus the Usos for the tag team champion prediction. I think the Usos will win. I go with Usos. Then we see Becky Lynch, Charlotte Flair, Natalia, Tamina, Carmella in the first women's Money in the Bank ladder match prediction. Charlotte will win that. I'm thinking Charlotte, too, just to give her the fucking resume. But I, I, yeah. don't want, I don't want Charlotte to win. I don't want her to win either. I want to see, like, a Carmella happen. or not, uh, even Natalia. I'll take a Natalia. I want a twist. I want a curveball. And yeah. if I had to pick, I'd, be, I'd pick maybe Carmella. Don't give me Charlotte. Don't give me Becky Lynch. Give me someone like Tamina or Carmella. Yeah. Or Natalia, even, which is in my third choice because... Natalia has been overdue six. for a title, yeah, exactly. man. Yeah. Kevin Owens, AJ Styles, Baron Corbin, Sami Zayn, Dolph Ziggler, and Cheesecake in a... And the Money in the Bank ladder match. Prediction. My prediction is Baron Corbin. That's mine since day one, too, man. Baron Corbin needs it. Yeah. Uh, Baron Corbin has been doing a lot stronger that, since that triple threat back in December. Yeah. Baron and Corbin, I'm riding uh, high yeah. on that, co- that coattail, man. Kind of dipped a little bit, but he's still my choice. He's, yeah. Naomi versus Lana for the championship. Naomi's going to win that. Naomi's going to win that, too. Uh, Randy Orton versus Jinder Mohal. Jinder's going to win. Jenner's gonna win as well. Yeah, Jenner's gonna win. What's it? I, 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 and the reason I say that is because a I wanted him to win, and because I want that Rusev versus Jinder match. Maybe a battleground. I don't know. I kind of feel like Rusev may come back in this paper too. Who knows? Well, that's only five matches, but those are five stacked matches. Mm-hmm. Better than anything Raw has produced. In the last Means money in the bank's gonna be long. Do you think it's going to be long? I think that gonna match be, is going to be long. The matches are going to be yeah. not long enough. Right. Maybe a few promos here and there. Yeah. Which means maybe there will be a surprise match too. Maybe. Yeah. An impromptu. Yeah. Any final thoughts? Uh, we talked a bit off air uh, about Gotham. Let's go into some Gotham. We started the show with Batman. Let's end with some Batman stuff. Uh, your thoughts on the season finale? Listen. I was one of those people that's that too long because apparently people don't care about Gotham, but I do. So let's wrap it. That's uh, you guys need to watch this because I almost gave up on season three. But did you four, did you give up no, at I all? I did not. Okay. I saw it through and through, and that season finale, which you and I discussed off air, mm-hmm. got me hooked on season four. Oh, I can't wait for season I can't four. Can't wait. And apparently, I heard last week they're changing the day as being aired. Yes, you know? it's gonna be on Thursdays now, which sucks for me because that was my buffer for Raw. But it gives you something to watch on Thursdays. Yeah. Unless you had something else that you watched on Thursday. Scandal. You watched that? <laughs> yeah, Scandal's fucking badass, man. It's going into the last season. <laughs> All right, you're laughing. I'm changing my call. No, 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 no. Uh, Kerry Washington is a hot piece of ass. Smoking hot no, piece. No, no, no. Kerry Washington's a hot piece of ass. Um, yeah, Gotham was badass. We'll talk about it more off air because I don't think people care. Sure no, if you guys don't have tuned into Gotham, tune into it, man. It's worth it. It's so I, mentioned, really I think I mentioned it. on the show, it's again, I keep throwing it back, but... 
A lot of people I know gave up because it's not a Batman show. It's not supposed to be a Batman show. It's a cop show based in Gotham. But as, now, as two hardcore Batman fans, we like we need. We're telling you right now, it's a Jim Gordon biopic. That's what I think. But now, there's more Batman ish, right? Calling about with especially with, in that season finale. Last, yeah, yeah. Last <laughs> season, the season finale. Yeah. yeah, which is kind of too young to do that. Mm-hmm. But something's happening. But whatever. At this point, I gave up the whole like, yeah, they're doing their own story thing right now. That's what I took. Yeah, they're their own canon. Yeah, their own canon. It's all, and I cannot wait. Because Bruce Wayne went away to get his training. Now he's back. But that training was supposed to happen a long time ago. And good casting call on Rosso Ghoul, by the way. Oh, yeah, totally agree. He looks exactly like him, man. Good, good. Whoever, like, casted him, good job. That, good call. Yeah, but, so watch Gotham. Watch Gotham. It'll be worth it to all you comic book nerds. I know comic book nerds and wrestling nerds are all one and the same. Because they all go to the same But I'm not a comic book nerd. I still went to Gotham. Yeah. I was, a, I was an animated fan and the video game fan, which got me into the uh, characters I hear about on Gotham because I don't know. Watch the show. Give it a shot. If you don't like it, if you, if you don't like it, Whatever. keep watching. Keep watching. It's, it's worth it. Yeah. Yeah. You can, get, you can get Green Man on Gotham. Green Man does... What does he watch? Total Divas? He watches Total Divas, Raw, SmackDown, The Mets. Wait, I can't even say that. He's, he, does he know baseball? No, he, he watches the Mets. <laughs> does he uh, know what a curveball is? No. He watches uh, The Real Housewives. Oh, come on. Yeah, stay in Orlando, dude. <laughs> like, just stay there. Like, he watches, Housewives? He watches Teen Mom. Oh, good God. He watches Catfish. I watch Catfish, too. I can't fault him on that. I've never watched Catfish. So I can't judge on it's that. Not bad. It's not bad. It's, it's one, although I feel a little old watching it now. Right. It's still it's one of those trashy shows you gotta watch. By the way, the only reason to speaking of these MTV shows, the only reason to watch the challenge now is because CM Punk got home. So I heard, and and that was glorious, glorious. All right, let's well, uh, that's all the show we have for you this week. Thank you to uh, Eric Jaden for uh, a great interview. Hopefully, he's back in a future episode. Well, stay tuned. Maybe he's not done yet with this episode. Maybe now. Thank you, Jeff, for coming and talking about Batman and Adam West. No, thank you for having me, man. It was great, it was great filling in this vacancy for Green uh, <coughs> Man. Once again, if you want to be reached, where can we reach you at? Well, on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, you can search at WWE Vacant 316. And Make uh, sure it's a 316 because there's another vacant out there, right? Uh, there's many other vacants out there, but I am, listen, I give my thoughts. I'm a, you know, flesh and blood vacant, not that guy that hides it behind a Twitter account. So you can search for me there. Easy, easy for me, easy for you guys to search, and uh, who knows? Maybe you know we'll have other people, you know, giving their thoughts on my account. I'll have Putty on my account, maybe taking over in the future. Speaking of Putty on accounts, finally gave in, caved in, and I'm no longer behind the shot of wrestling. I am stepped out on my own. Congratulations, man! You can reach me at Instagram at Michael J Putty one word or Twitter at Michael J Putty one word. And please you, don't ask who MJP is, because you know who he is. Stupid green. Yeah, man. thank you. Thank yeah. you very much, by the way. Yeah. You're the only one who defended me, because I was MJP before TJP was TJP. Fuck TJP. I'm Putty, he's Perkins, not even related. Assholes. <laughs> <laughs> That's your boy Rich starting that, too. You gotta fucking leech him in. No, no, I leashed him in. No, he, he got reprimanded. It's all right. My manager, Slick Dick Williams. Yeah, who was on our show without you even knowing about it. That's all right. I gave him a Sorry. Okay. 
So we make sure it's a shot of wrestling on Twitter. Shot of wrestling. No, what's it? I totally confused. Too many shots right now. <laughs> Say shot of wrestling on Facebook. A shot of wrestling on Instagram. Shot of wrestling. No way on Twitter because it was too long. And that's all we got for this week. The show is from the fans for the fans. That's what Green Man says, right? You know, share your thoughts, and who knows? Maybe you may be featured on next week's episode. Well done. I think Green Man's on vacation next week, too. You never know. Let's yeah, you know. Green Man, you're fired. All right, so uh, that's it. Until next week, for Eric Jaden, for the Green Man, for Vacant, I'm your host, Michael J. Patty. Until next week, party up. Yours truly has ordered up another round of shots, so we're going to hit you with some rapid-fire questions. And uh, take it away, Green Man. All right. All right. What is your favorite meal? Steak and eggs, baby. How you doing? Other than wrestling, what is your favorite sport? Soccer. I'm a big Real Madrid fan. Oh, how are you doing? Do you believe in manscaping? Yes. Well... <laughs> Look at my hairy chest, and you guys, okay, I'll let you decide that one. <laughs> Are you an ass man or a boob man? Good question. Well, I have to say I used to be a boob man, but now I'm more of an ass man. Yeah? Yeah, I'm an ass man. Yeah. yeah. Okay. What is yeah. your favorite song to have sex to? Bump and Grind by R. Kelly. That's right. Nice. That's right. <laughs> what is the best wrestling hole that you can double as a sex position. Oh, that's easy, man. The prison rape. My, oh, my move. <laughs> you can wow. do that in the ring and you can do that on the bed. Nice. Well, I love that extra round of shots. I love that extra round of shots. Thank you very much, Eric Jaden. You're welcome, guys. Now, how do you do that? Because I got a date tomorrow night. And that's one. <laughs> All right, I, I just have to warn you. Uh, the prison rape is there's no consent, you know, consent to that. Okay, okay? you just got to go in there, spread the legs, and just ram it in. That's it. That's just why it's called prison it, baby. rape. Perfect. That's all right. it. I could do that. Well, all right. Just be, yeah, I don't want to see you in trouble with the law. Okay, appreciate <laughs> that. Hey, baby, I hear the bell ringing, hip tosses and body slams. Oh my. And maybe you seem a bit confused, yeah, baby, but I got you pinned. Ha, 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 But I don't know what to do when I see them with that golden case. They're cashing it in. Authority all in my face. What is a man to do? Good night, everybody. <laughs>